0: Ruled that out. The fewer people who know about a murder, the better. That the murder took place on stage at the Kennedy Center Opera House would lead one to believe that I have a flair for the dramatic, but that was not the reason the area was chosen as the place to ensure her silence. I'd considered a number of settings, her apartment, on the street, or in a secluded room in the Opera Company's rehearsal space at Tacoma Park. She provided the answer by insisting that we meet on the stage that night actually in the early morning hours, long after everyone was gone for the evening, except perhaps for a couple of Kennedy Center security guards, who wouldn't come into the theater unless given reason to, which I certainly didn't intend to provide. It should also be pointed out that my choice of a weapon had nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with the fact that the encounter took place on the Opera House's main stage, where the Washington National Opera would soon present the latest production of Puccini's warhorse, Tosca. Moments before dealing the fatal blow, I thought of the justified murder of the cruel, lecherous Scarpia in Tosca's Act II. The major difference was that this slaying was committed in shadows and without onlookers, while Tosca's stabbing of the cruel chief of the secret police would take place before thousands bearing witness to her defensible action. Of course, Tosca's dramatic killing of Scarpia is make-believe. This one was very real. I did not break into the aria vice d'arte before completing the act, as Madame Tosca had done thousands of nights on grand stages around the globe. The victim was eventually found, of course, although it took almost a full day. I'd placed the body in such a location where few would have reason to go under ordinary circumstances. When her body was discovered, there was a flurry of media and law enforcement activity, and much was made of the fact that the homicide took place inside the revered Kennedy Center, And in that institution's opera house, where betrayal, passion, intrigue, and murder take place on a regular basis, but only during performances on the main stage. The press had a field day with opera analogies, the weapon used, the setting, and the connection of the deceased with the Washington National Opera. In the meantime, Tosca, and the larger comic opera that is Washington, D.C. itself, but that too often turns deadly, must and did. Go on, and so must I. 1. Mac, you must do it. No, it's an honor for you and for the school. I don't see anything honorable about middle-aged men dressed in loincloths strutting around carrying spears. I thought we'd progressed beyond that. Annabelle knew her husband wouldn't be an easy sell, but his flippant comment meant she was making progress. There would be an obligatory protest before caving in. I'm not an actor, he added. They'd finished breakfast and had taken refilled mugs of coffee out onto the balcony of their Watergate apartment. It was a warm, muggy morning in early June, a harbinger of another sweltering summer in D.C. The sky was a milky blue. Below, the rippling waters of a cleaner Potomac River danced in the sunlight. Across the river, the familiar spires of Georgetown University rose proudly into the air. Of course, you're an actor, Annabelle said. You can't be a high-powered trial lawyer without being an actor. I saw you in action when you were trying cases. You were Olivier in a gray three-piece suit. That was then, he said. Today I am just a stodgy professor and happy to be. She considered her next argument. She'd practiced her own share of theatrics while representing clients in high-profile domestic disputes. That was then, too. She'd given up matrimonial law to open a pre-Columbian art gallery in Georgetown, which was doing nicely. Giving up their respective law practices had been a decision they'd come to at different times, and for different reasons. For Annabelle, attempting to mediate wrenching battles between warring spouses had become almost unbearable, especially when both sides were engaged in self-destructive behavior, domestic suicide bombers intent on injuring each other. For him, the death of his first wife and only child at the hands of a drunken driver on the Beltway one rainy night had tipped the scales in favor of his escaping what had become one of Washington's pre eminent criminal law firms, abandoning it to his three partners, and becoming Mackenzie Smith, professor of law at the prestigious George Washington University. Neither Mac nor Annabelle had regretted their decisions, not even fleetingly. Mac, she said softly, touching his arm. Using prominent people as supernumeraries in productions has gotten the opera lots of good press, which translates into ticket sales. You'll be in good company. Last year, two spear-toting Supreme Court justices.